and then there's my Budweiser crew neck. Yes, that's one that I. Ooh, did I have that one? I had that one, and then there was like I know that there was a Coors one that I liked. I have a lot of those. Like any, if there's food on a shirt, I usually buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's like beer, or like food whatever. or drink, yeah. yeah. Food or drink, I'll always buy it. Um, you know what we didn't do last time? Are we rolling? Well, he All clapped, right? Cool. right? The, yeah, the clap yeah, yeah. was clap the. See, here we go. Um, what we didn't do last time was twenty questions. Oh yeah, forget yeah. about that. I like remembered it like a couple minutes in when he was talking, and I was like, "Oh, when we get to like the next break, I'll do questions. it." And then I forgot. So twenty questions. All right. So welcome everybody to another episode of Up in Your Business. We're here with Chef Bryn, aka the Food Nugget. Um, Bryn, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. I'm yeah. actually, I told you guys, I'm nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous, nah, but every time I nervous. do these things, I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's going to be fun. You're on TV. How can you be nervous? Yeah, yeah. but it was like different because you were like living it for a while. The first day it was like weird. It just, you know what? Adrenaline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All I right. think the adrenaline kind of masked it. <laughs> um, yeah. So spoiler, Bryn was on TV on. Yeah. I yeah, probably. No, that's okay. Sure. Uh, led, yeah. led with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> she was on Hell's Kitchen with the one and only Chef Gordon Ramsay. Uh, but we'll get into that. Okay, so the first thing we usually do that I forgot to do last week uh, is a little segment called 20 Questions. All right. And so they're just uh, more like rapid fire, like fun questions. Is it like yes or no's or just like like singular yeah, like answers? Simple, okay, yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so, all right, here we go. Favorite color? Navy blue. Favorite snack? Hot Cheetos. <laughs> iPhone or Android? iPhone. Left or right? What? Left or right? Oh, right. Pick a number one to 10. Six. Favorite number? Six. <laughs> coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite drink? Coffee. <laughs> Iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced coffee. Okay. Yeah. Uh, steak or chicken? Steak. Oreo or Chips Ahoy? Oh. Oreo. <laughs> uh, favorite vegetable? Oh, does anyone have a favorite vegetable? <gasps> Sugar snap peas. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, clean desk or messy desk? Somewhere in between, it's like messy, but I know where everything is. Organized mess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, your biggest inspirational role model? Gordon Ramsay. Nice. Uh, last time you ran a mile or close? Oh, yesterday. Coolest place you've ever traveled? Morocco. That's cool. Uh, first job ever? Dishwasher. Favorite day of the week? Sundays. Nice. Uh, favorite part of your job? Working when I want to work and not working when I don't have to work. Uh, yeah. There you go. Working only when I want to work. <laughs> I got to say, it's pretty cool to have like a role model that you've actually met. Right. Like when you said Gordon Ramsay, like yeah. that's, that's pretty sweet because you've actually. I know. Well, it sounds cheesy because people think that I say Gordon Ramsay because because, because I was on the right. show and because like of being a chef. And I was like, no, he's been my inspiration since like kid. Yeah. Crazy. So it must have been a dream come true. Yeah. yeah, I always watched it, and then I was like, oh, if I was on the show, I'd do this, this, and this, <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then I was like on the show, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot everything. Like it was I way different. So different. Are you so starstruck? Different. I feel like. I was. I remember the first time I like got a glimpse of him, and I was like, holy shit, guys. And I was like looking around, I was like tapping everybody. I was like, that's Gordon Ramsay. I was like, that's Gordon Ramsay. And then everyone's like, well, obviously. And I'm yeah. just like, nobody else is this starstruck? But yeah. Absolutely amazed. <laughs> so tell us a little bit, like, how did you get into cooking and food? Like wh where did that sort of passion come from? Yeah, so uh, being a kid when I grew up, I really saw how food could bring people together and also like separate us. I don't know mm -hmm. if you ever had like a whole wheat tuna fish sandwich at a lunch table, no kid wanted to sit next to you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I definitely saw how food had the ability to bring people together and um, also like bring people apart. And also my dad cooked, um, you know, in the house. And then I had a nanny who was Guatemalan. So she taught me how to cook like Guatemalan food. So I definitely okay. like as a kid, I was in the kitchen a lot. And then I was watching like Grill It with Bobby Flay as when I was like oh, yeah. eight. And then I was just like, oh, that, I want to do that. It looked fun. Let's do that. And then here we are. <laughs> so then like, cause my wife's cousin, like he's like mm -hmm. 14 and every couple of weeks he has like a new Oh, I want to be a banker. Oh, I want so like, but how did 14, you? Be yeah, a that's banker. I know. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> Go work him. at a bank. Oh, I'm gonna be a chef. Oh, I'm gonna do this. Like, yep. how did it? Like, were you, was that like the one thing, and then you just stuck with it? Yeah. So I want to be. I I was always in the kitchen to some capacity, and then I did a cooking like culinary boot camp in my town. Yeah. And then I was like maybe like twelve at the time, and I was doing adult courses, and that's when oh, I was wow. just like, oh, I'm good at this. And any like any time I was good at something, obviously you want to you want to do it yeah. more. And I was just like, oh, people actually do this for a living. And I was like, 
cool. I'll just stick with it. It's fun. I like it. Yeah. And then I remember my dad was just like, yo, there's like no money. Like you, you don't get, And but like my first job I want as a kid was a marine biologist. I was just like, oh, swimming with fish and like doing all that <laughs> stuff. And he told me as a kid, hey, there's no money in that. And I was just like, oh, yeah. sorry, dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's so funny to think about like, what you think a job is as a kid and like what it actually is like marine biology yeah. you think as a as a five like or eight year old swimming with fish right yeah, hanging like, out yeah. yeah right or like you probably like sean uh, my wife's cousin probably thinks like a banker you just like make a bunch of money, money. or so like yeah that's what you think because you're, you're around, around money yeah. you make yeah, money yeah i mean that's manifesting so it right yeah. <laughs> you could rob them yeah, you yeah. Could. i mean but isn't isn't like most like inside like bank robberies like inside jobs Sometimes, yeah, like, right. Like right. in some capacity, yeah. what becomes yeah, a can't give away our secrets. Know, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so when did you like? When did it get to a part where you could actually pursue it as a career? Like when you started to get into your teenage and like yeah. So I got my first job in high school. Um, I you know I always did like under the table stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I you know because that's kind of how you start in the kitchen. You always right. start underneath someone. You either start dish or you start prep. And I started prep. And then I got a job um, and I was always afraid of the line. So like the line is like the food that actually goes to the customer. So I always made the food that the cooks cooked with. Okay. Um, and I was comfortable doing that. And so I realized it was a career kind of move. I don't know, I always knew I wanted to cook. I always like was, this is what I'm gonna do. Like yeah. whether I make money or not, like this is what makes me happy. So I know like my mother was pushing a cookbook when I was a kid. She was like, oh, you should write a cookbook. And I was just like, I don't know sit down and write a cookbook. I'm like 15, like right. wants to do that. <laughs> I probably should have done that. Um, but that being Still said, time. I know I'm trying to, you know, get some things in the works, yeah. but I definitely wanted to cook. I always wanted to cook. I don't think there was ever a moment where I didn't think I wasn't gonna cook. Like I was never I like, oh, I need a, in high school, I was like in geometry and I was just like, I don't need this class cause I'm gonna cook. So like, this doesn't matter to me. And then like, That's you know, funny lit i was just like yeah i'm just gonna be a chef like i just don't need to learn how to write in right. like mla format <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah and so i always just knew in my heart that i would just have a relationship with food that's yeah that's awesome and so i mean you're you're how old do you know 20 oh, 24 24 <laughs> and when i guess i guess we can go right into it like yeah. when did it when did you get to the point when you had the opportunity to Go on Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. I was a sophomore in college, I want to say. Where did you go? Um, so I went to Johnson Wales um, here in Providence. I oh. stayed at this branch. So I came up from Virginia and then I just never returned home. <laughs> did you? Where, oh, yeah. Providence. By the way, I usually ask, where did you grow up? So I grew up outside, right outside of DC. Oh, um, right. And then I ended up coming up for college. Like, I was either going to go to one college in Virginia that had a. Um, like a nursing dietitian program because I wanted to okay. do dietetics for oh. like food. Uh, hmm, wrong. My mother wanted me to do dietetics for food. <laughs> um, I just wanted to cook, yeah. but there was more money in like the being a dietitian right. and working in hospitals. So it was a little bit of a safer kind of route to go. Um, and then I just was like, I'd either have to do four years of college, like regular college, and then go to culinary school uh, or go to Johnson and Wales and just get it done in four years. So we pushed the Johnson and Wales route. And then um, it, I was in this Facebook group of like 120,000 people. And it was just for like line cooks and like people that wanted to go like bitch about the restaurant industry and yeah. like blow off some steam and like post your recipes, post pictures, yada, yada, yada. And then this woman was just like, hi, I'm like a talent person for Hell's Kitchen. Would you like to be on the show? And I was like, what? <laughs> it was really weird. And she like sent me this like link and was just like, you can ask my boss if we're legit. It was really scary. That's wild. That it is, was weird. Yeah. It was weird. It seemed like a scam. Cause I was yeah. like, oh, they're gonna ask for money. I was like, right, they're gonna ask right. for money next. You're gonna ask like, oh, there's only like a $50 fee. Right. And she's just like, there's no money involved. And I was like, oh, like, okay. Like I might as well try. And I remember asking my dad and he was like, fake. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. He was like, don't do it. Even just the way you described it, it sounds fake. No, it was how she literally, she asked. Yeah. She was just like, hey, like, um, bull, like, I work with this company. We're recruiting. Would you like to be on like House Kitchen? Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, dude, this is like who in a Facebook group though. Right. Fine. And like her, I looked at the profile because like the pro her profile picture was a image of like the um company. And oh, I, like okay. the company logo. And I was like, oh, it could be real. 
real, but like yeah. it could be fake because I don't yeah. see a person. And like right. her page only had like, you know, 30 friends. And I was just like, oh, this is right. It's shysty. And then I ended up pursuing it. We set up a Skype. And then I ended up at that up point. On you're like, show. right now, I'll find out if she's real. Exactly. Or not. Yeah. I was like, okay, I was like, okay, get it from the camera. And then she's just like, hi, my name is blah blah blah. And she's like, this is the process. This is the first interview. And then I'm gonna send this to the producers, and then we'll go from there. And I was just like, okay, like, at the end of the day, if anything like goes wrong, I just wasted my time. She right. didn't ask for any personal right. information yet or anything. Right. So I was just like, whatever. And then like months go by, radio silence. And I was like, oh, there's no way. Like I didn't, I yeah, didn't make didn't it, make blah, blah, blah. Or it was fake. Yeah, yeah. Or, it was, or it was fake. And they just have this weird video of me asking, like answering a bunch <laughs> yeah. of questions about me cooking. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then like four months go by and she was like, we need you to fly out to LA for the final round of interviews. No way. And I was like, what? what? That moment must've been yeah, crazy. I remember getting the phone call and I was just like, okay, final round of interviews. And I was like, sure. They flew me out. I was there for less than 24 hours. Damn. It was crazy. And they were just like, hey, like, this is the interview. You're going to meet with the producers. You're just going to, like, like the casting producers of Bullbot. You're just going to, like, um, answer a couple questions and then you're going to go home. And I was like, okay. And so we did it. I went home, radio silence again. And I was like, Damn. so I remember I kept texting her. I was like, hey, like, any news? Any news? She's like, oh, we yeah. don't know yet. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. A month goes by. Another month goes by. And then they're like, hi, we need you in Vegas. And I was like, what? They really don't give you a heads up. They huh? yeah, don't give you a heads up. Wild. And so it's just like, um, I have finals coming up. This was going into my going into my senior year. Yeah. I forget. I don't know when we filmed. It was so long ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then so I remember she's like, Yeah, well, we need you out here. Can you move your finals? And I was like, I guess. Can you move your finals. <laughs> yeah, I let me just like, talk to them, my college. Yeah. So I literally on. was all the deans, all my professors. I was like, Hey, I need you guys to like I need to take so you know how you have like the reading That's week. Fair. Like the reading days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I had to take everything early and I was so unprepared, but I was just like, I don't care if I Screw fail it. all these. Yeah. I was like, I'm going on Hell's Kitchen. But you yeah. would think that like Johnson and Wales food school, they right? would help you out. Yeah, so I did get- Because if it works out, which it did, yeah. obviously then you're like a poster child. Yeah, and they'd be like, yeah, one of our students- I'll her. be honest, I got some pushback. Really? From the school? From, uh, yeah, from one of the deans specifically. He was just like, oh, because I was still a dietitian major. I ended up changing my major three months before graduation. <laughs> um, but he was like, oh, well, if this is going to mess with your internship and mess with this and that, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. And I was just like. Dude, colleges are so rigid, man. Right? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And it was like, just they like. They have no outlook on like. None. Another path of life. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And they're telling yeah. me because. They run it like a business, obviously. Exactly. They want your yeah, money sure. more so than, stupid. you know, you going off and doing whatever. But I was just like, in my head, I was like, yo, if I do really well, wouldn't you want me right. to be like, yo, Johnson Wales, blah, 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 blah. And they're just like, no, don't do it. You shouldn't do it. But all my teachers were like, yo, absolutely. <laughs> right. We'll sign whatever paper you need. Because they see me as an individual with like a career path right. to, you know, focus on and worry about. But it was definitely interesting. And then I remember I didn't get the best of grades on those finals because I was just so like taking them. I took them all in one day and then I had oh to pack God. and then I was out the next. Jeez, so that's I took, crazy. yeah, I took my final, my last final Thursday, flew out Friday, started filming Saturday. It was so when they wild. Flew, when they said uh, to come to Vegas, that was like that was to start like the show. to start the show. Damn. Yeah. They were just like, hey, like you've been selected as a final contestant. We need you in Vegas. And you were. So going into your I was going year, into my senior year, so, so I was 21. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, it was. That would be like one of us getting a call, being like, "Yeah, you're gonna come direct this Hollywood <laughs> film, like, or like be on a Hollywood <laughs> film and work the cameras." Like, damn. Yeah. So okay, so keep going. Sorry. Well, when, oh, when you were going through the interview process, just to yep. back it up a second. Yep. They like because it's TV. They're obviously looking for a certain type of personality. Was that in your mind at all, or no? You just like, yourself. It, and it, I was just kind of myself because. Like I knew at the end of the day, if I was gonna be on TV, I'd have to be, be myself. You can't yeah. be fake. Like you can't be fake. Yeah. yeah. Like I didn't know how long the filming was. Obviously, like how they show the show, it's like weeks and weeks. So I was just like, oh, is it weeks and weeks? Like I didn't know. So I was just like, yeah. I don't know how long I'm gonna have to put up a facade, and I just don't have the energy to do <laughs> to yeah. do that. Um. So I was just like, you know me being me and then i was just like yo what if they hate me <laughs> that was always a fear but i guess it turned out for the best right that's yeah. crazy so tell us like i guess give us the highlights of like you get out there and start filming like what was that like it was 
a blur from now like looking back it was a blur but when i rewatched the show i'm just like oh that happened oh i did that oh i said yeah. that oh how many times have you rewatched so the show? i've rewatched it twice um and it makes me like angrier and angrier every time Did i you watch get better it. and better i'm sure yeah because right? like watching it i was like i shouldn't have done that i should have done this like i was i knew it was a game like i went into it thinking like this is a very intensive summer camp and i was yeah. like i can either like try to make it as long as I can or like, you know, play the game and do all that. But I was just like, I just have to go in with my head down, mind my business and like present myself the best way I can through my dishes and like show chef that I'm like progressing as a person. There were others that were just like, I've seen Hell's Kitchen and blah, blah, blah and sabotage and this and that. And I was just like, oh shit. Like that is also a component of like reality TV. Right. And it was really scary because like, you know, the punishment pass thing, I probably should have taken Trenton out. Like looking at it like hindsight. And I was just like, I I played it safe because I was afraid of making enemies because I yeah. was afraid that I was gonna be seen as the weaker link and that people would kind of come after me. And so looking back, I was like, yeah, I should have just like done it. Like I should have just done it and then gone. Yeah, of course, looking back, it. you think yeah, of like- 2020. Yeah, right. And like um, you said, like you always progress or like you wanna progress yeah. and you do in life. So like, of course, looking back, I mean, you were 21 at the yeah. time, not yeah. even finished college. Yeah, like it was, cra- it was so crazy. That's crazy. And then also looking back, seeing what people said about me in confessionals was. Oh yeah. Cause you see all oh, the behind oh, the scenes. Oh shit. I know. Well, it was tough. Well, because, what was some of the dirt? Well, it was just like, you know, how they, so everyone, I got, I'll be very candid. I got shit on for crying and having anxiety. And like, that was something that I had just developed like panic attacks. Like I never experienced it. So now I get to experience it on national TV with everybody for the first yeah, time. That's wild. And so I'd like sin, like start to, and it was like, people call it imposter syndrome, which I had never heard of before oh, being on the of show of, yeah. you know, being around people that you don't feel necessarily worthy of right. being around and doing all that. Um, or like calling yourself a chef and stuff like that. And so like these kids were like, oh, I'm an executive chef. I'm this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then I, you know, nervous me crying it's just trying my best and then everyone's like oh you cry too much oh blah blah that would never flow to my kitchen and then all of a sudden i see the contestants crying talking about their own anxiety which i'm not knocking them for having anxiety but don't shit on me for having anxiety when you're gonna go through the same stuff don't throw stones at a glass house exactly and i'm just like guys like come on like you know and then like on the outside of it you know the people that are now advocating for it and it's just like a little frustrating to me of being like you didn't show me necessarily the sympathy that like right. you know i was trying to all the stuff that i was going was, through <laughs> what was the demographics like were they was it mostly kids your age or like older yeah, so everyone so i got lucky because so on hell's kitchen it can range from i think it's like 21 to like infinity kind of okay. they try to keep it oops they try to keep it like um relatively and like you know 40 40s kind of the oldest kind of thing yeah um but so watching it i was just like oh i'm really young and I was like, I'm gonna be stuck with a bunch of like old executive chefs that have a bunch of experience right. and all this stuff. And I was like, I was a prep cook. So I was like, oh, I'm the sacrificial lamb. Like they want me out first. And then getting on the bus and like finally seeing the other contestants for the first time. And they did it so we got to see each other like live. So they filmed it cause we had no oh, idea who we were up against. I see. And I was just like, oh, we're all really young. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's great. And then I still heard them say like, I'm an executive chef. I own this business. I'm in charge of this. And I was like, dude, I cut potatoes for like six hours in the kitchen. <laughs> like, that's great for you guys. And it was spooky, but it was definitely like, probably my, the best outcome for me was being on with a bunch of younger kids. So we yeah. were all at least 21. Um, and I think the oldest was uh, 23 at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so it, was, it wasn't too, yeah, too drastic. Yeah, I actually saw one of the, uh, was it the, uh, when they messed with you? So the sabotage. Sabotage, when the heat changed the, was it the tartar? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just talking about that before yeah. the show. I knew something was wrong because I knew this. I so could tell you did. I, knew, I was something. like, I was like, dude, this is wrong. Like, there's yeah. something obviously wrong. And he's like, try it again. And I was like, can't you just like tell me that I'm right because I know that it's wrong. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong, but I knew it was wrong. And then at one point, I saw like I know that the salmon skins were missing on one of them because I saw the other pan of salmon sitting there, and I was like, why is this here? And then I like I knew, and I knew we were in the sabotage mode because I've seen the show. He always does it to the black jackets, and I was just like, yeah, I messed up. But I knew, I knew that things yeah, were going did. wrong. You asked about the the the. You said something about the vinaigrette Some, or the yeah, coriander. Yeah, and then he was just like, 
no. And I was just like, and he's like, the tits tuna. And yeah. I was like, I don't care. Like I said it was wrong. Yeah. I know. So, and it was just crazy. When that's, when that's going on and like you're running around this kitchen and you're, you know, you're yelling out all these recipes to everybody. <laughs> What's the trick to stay so calm? Like, do you have something yeah, that you do, do or is it just like you're in the zone and you're going? So it's definitely adrenaline. And then it's just, it's like that fake confidence of like, you have to, you have, you just have to do it. Like whether you're tripping and falling and dragging yourself, right. putting one foot in front of the other, you're putting one foot in front of the other. And so it's just like, I knew that if I freaked out, like if I freaked out, that like I would just melt down right. and I was like, I don't have that option. So like in my head the entire time I was like, I can't freak out. Like I yeah. just don't have that. On not the exterior you me. at least have to like, like do show like you're doing stuff. It. Like, like if he's like, put the fish in the pan and I'm like, okay. So I like would put the fish in the pan. Like, I don't know how much longer it needs to be in, but like right. he told me to put the fish in the pan. Throwing so I'm going to put the fish in the yeah. Like, I don't care. I was like, okay, <laughs> chef told me to do this. And then I was just like, is this like, is this like, yeah. what, like what now? <laughs> yeah. But it was definitely, um, you learn as you go as well. I think at the end, so like the black jacket service was definitely different because that's when it's like you're the top echelon of it. Whereas during the regular progression of service, I think that I did progress like well as like learning kind of how things function because I had never worked in a situation like that. So it's called a brigade. And as you, I don't know if people knew this, I never worked in a line. I've never worked like having to time out tables. Like oh, I right, was right. always, again, like cutting potatoes for six hours in a basement. And people were like, how long on this? How long on this? When do we send this? And I was like, dude, what is this? That's like, so that like everything gets to the table Everything, yeah, all like time. the sides get put out at the same time. Right. The the steak goes with like the hot garnet. And I was just like, they're like two minutes out. And I was like, okay, so what do I do in this two minutes? Do I just like, like, what am I supposed Wait, to do? Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, you gotta drop the salmon. And I was like, oh, okay, like, oh, like I'm sorry. <laughs> and so learning Damn. times was crazy because I've never had to learn times before. And so um, I think I think some of my um, competitors didn't know that I had never actually been in a situation. So I think they definitely were like, oh, she has no idea what she's doing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't. <laughs> what are some of the misconceptions of Gordon Ramsay? I think or a lot of, so if you've all seen season one of Hell's Kitchen, which I don't know if you've seen. So season not. one was like was OD screaming, yeah. cussing customers out. Like yeah. it was wild. It was the idiot sandwich. The one, idiot, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I um, I and so I think that. a lot of, a lot of people just see like the really raging, angry side of him. Right. Um, and I will say it's, it's toned down a lot. Like when I was on, like, yeah, he yelled at us, but it wasn't like that berating kind right. of harassment almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like that might not be the best word to use because I know PC no, culture know and everything, yeah, but just yeah. like the the hounding of yeah. like, because like how are you supposed to get something if someone says like put the salmon in the like the thing like and you're just screaming, screaming, screaming. There's no way you can focus on the task that you're trying to do. Right. So I think that he's definitely um, toned down a little bit, but he's only that angry because he's passionate. Right. And I think a lot of people are like, oh no, he's just a douche. Just a well, he's just yeah, a yeah. jerk that likes to scream at people. And it's, I think it also comes with, a lot of people don't know what it's like in the kitchen. They've never actually seen a real functioning kitchen because yeah. chefs do that. That's right. how they act. Chefs yeah. do that. I've been in kitchens where I've had pans thrown at me. I've had food thrown at me. And like chef, I was lucky, chef never threw anything at me. <laughs> um, but it it's a day to day. It's like a daily thing that happens in the kitchen that I think a lot of people, um, sometimes they glorify it. Um, and sometimes it's just like been something that's just accepted and it's really kind of scary, but yeah. it's like abuse in a kitchen. But I think the people like regular diners don't necessarily know that. That's well, like, oh, sorry, good. I was just going to say, like, you think about it, like you see some crazy people that eat at restaurants like Karen's who oh, God, yeah. flip out about some of the stupidest things. So like yep. I can imagine being in a kitchen is stressful because that's, that's the food. Like they're, you know, like, yeah, that's the product. It's tough. Yeah. Or it's also like, for example, say you bring someone on a construction site and you hear the way those guys talk to each mm. other. It's kind of yeah. like, it's just the industry that it's you're, just you're what in. You're, yeah. yeah. And then I think like, it's just, it's just people just don't understand because like, you know, a lot of the restaurants like Applebee's, you don't see what's in the kitchen. Right. You don't see the music so loud. You don't hear what's in the kitchen either. And half yeah. the time you're throwing back those $5 marks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's definitely one of those things of like, 
it's not just TV. It doesn't just right. happen because chefs like Gordon Ramsay's screaming at us. It happens in every single kitchen. So, but for sure, they also like you do sometimes for TV. We'll pick all of the moments where he's yeah. screaming and just put them together because exactly. that's it's yeah. like clickbait when you're you, writing. Yeah, like, it's the comp do. the compilation of chef screaming at whatever. But right. and obviously for TV, they do you know he probably turns it up a notch or two just yeah. to like entertainment. Value. Entertain. Yeah. It makes good TV. Yeah. Um, but I do, like, people don't really realize that it just happens. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that was one of my questions was, like, how much, like, is it scripted, like, compared to just how it... So like, we never saw any sort of script. So I, my, in my personal opinion, I, I just, nothing is scripted in that show. So, like, we weren't told to say anything. Um, you know, in confessionals, they just, like, ask us the question. And then, like, yeah. it was just, like, our genuine response. Um, and I think a lot of the time some people thought think it's scripted but it's it's really not it's, it's really not just, like behind the scenes they're like hey go hey, yell at him yeah or like hey you know? say this or hey you should say right. this about that person trying to make dish. drama yeah just trying to make drama yeah. um it was really just like how we felt and honestly when you put however many people in a room in a dorm in a situation for so long drama's yeah. gonna happen yeah. people like temperatures are gonna rise and so i think it happened naturally but i also think that our group was actually a solid group of like trying to be you know respectful enough because we know that we're all young and we're not trying to tear yeah. each other down um right. so but i do think you know that doesn't make good for like make for good tv so i think that yeah. you know we had like however they want to edit it it's how they want to edit yeah. it yeah i did like the moment i saw when he had you keep your jacket or yeah like, oh, i got nervous i was grown. gonna lose it i was like oh don't take it from me i really so i didn't know if i was gonna win or not um i'll be honest i i didn't think i was gonna win and i think the moment i thought that i knew i wasn't gonna win if that made sense like i knew like i just didn't have that extra push for like that last few i was just so mentally drained yeah and i like the strong i was the strong competitor i think i was strong in the sense of my creativity and like i cooked from the heart and i'm not saying that the others didn't right but it's that thing of like i have i we all want to think we all have an extra something but like i genuinely thought i had that extra something but um i do think like you know i was up against some really strong chefs that had yeah. industry experience that had an extra maybe like skill set that I didn't. I had my flavor profiles and my creativity, but they had that extra like level of technical training yeah. being an executive chef or a head chef and stuff like that. And so I think that that's where I was just like, okay, like I, w I would be honored to lose to them. Right. But you, how far did you make it? So like in the show, how? Yeah, so like I was fourth. So I was third runner. I don't know. I, I fourth place. Okay. So, um, yeah. But that's so, wild. Like you're saying, know, you like didn't 21. have any of this experience that everybody else had and you yeah. still beat out yeah. way more, you know? I know it was, it was, it was definitely crazy. I think a lot of, I think some people went in for the fame. I think some people went in for the notoriety and sure. I just went in and I was just like, dude, this is just like, wow. Sorry about that. I'm oh, throwing fine. shit over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is just fun. Like this yeah. is just going to be like win or lose. And my dad told me before I went in, he was like, win or lose, just give it what you can yeah. like not necessarily even give it your all like do what you feel is right yeah and i was just like okay like let's do this and then i could tell that i just started like mentally and like obviously i wanted to win like i did right. everyone wants yeah, to win but it was that thing of like i just when i when i got down to the top four i was just like oh i don't think i'm gonna be yeah I don't think I'm going to grow up. And that was right. That's, I mean, like you said, <laughs> mentally, that has to be so much, especially at 21. Like, yeah, it was draining. Was like, did you exceed your own expectations? Though? I did. Yeah. My, so my only goal was to not be eliminated first. Hey, there you go. That was, like, that was the only goal I wanted. <laughs> and how many people does it start with? We started with eight, 18, I believe. Oh shit. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it was nine, nine girls awesome. and nine guys. And then my biggest thing. So I, I didn't even want like a black jacket. Like when I went into it, I was just like, don't be first. Don't be first. Yeah. Just don't be first. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't know who I was going to be with. And then as I saw, I was just like, oh, I do have this skill that I think some of them are lacking. So I just kept slowly progressing and progressing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is fun. And then it got really scary. And I was like, oh, this is really scary. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, I guess my only other question would be like, what was it like 
aside from being in the kitchen and being on camera, like what they always say, like put you up in a place to stay, right? Yeah, like, so we were on set. So it was this built set kind of thing. Oh, and you like stay? You stay, so the dorms you saw, we were all in this vicinity of oh, like sure. everything. So we didn't leave this area wow. for the time that we were filming. Um, and it was crazy. The cameras aren't, like they're only on you in the kitchen, right? Nope. Pretty much. Filmed 24 oh. seven. No shit. Yeah. Nothing was private. Like well, brother. okay. Sorry, I can't say that. Yes, things are private. Um, I'm, um, so like the bathrooms, they couldn't film right, like right, in yeah. the stalls or in the showers, but you, they still filmed in the bathroom area, like where like the sink is. So like yeah. they have footage of oh me brushing God. my teeth. Like <laughs> so you just see like cameras sitting in the corner. So there are camera everywhere, everywhere, oh, everywhere you can think of. They're hiding in the plant. Like it's just like <laughs> there was one that was like a, a double mirror kind of thing where we can't see, but oh, I'm like I'm like y'all are filming us. Like I know you're in Man. there. It was crazy, and it was yeah. that one of those things of just like you can't shut off like i would sleep but it was like not rest full sleep because i was right. like i'm being filmed right now when i'm sleeping and i was just like oh my god it was crazy that's insane it was crazy i was on just being filmed yeah. always <laughs> that's absurd what um so like once the show was over like what gave you the the drive to like start your business and like do your yeah, own did you thing? go right into starting your own business right after no i go? went back to college Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the whole college. <laughs> yeah, the college yeah, right now. Yeah. So, um, well, it's crazy because they didn't air until two years after I graduated. So, no, oh, a year wow. after I graduated. So they were supposed to air right after I graduated. So it was supposed to be like, I graduated May of 2020, and then uh, June they were supposed to air. And then they were like, no, WWE or something took our spot for like <laughs> the film. And I was like, we really so lost our slot to WWE. <laughs> I was like, do people still watch that? Yeah. And then I guess people do. Um, and then they were like, oh yeah, a year after. And so in that, it kind of actually did really well for me because in that year of buffering, I was able to start doing pop-ups and start doing oh. um, like, you know, the things that I wanted to do. And so starting mm. my business, it was really tough because I have no guidance. I have like, my parents have never started their own business and like, right. I don't necessarily have a mentor. So, you know, being fresh off of like TV, I was just like, I need to capitalize. I was like, right. I, this is my opportunity to start, you know, making a name for myself and, you know, setting myself up for the future, setting my like future family up for everything else. So I started thinking like big picture and like, how do I, you know, do what I want to do when I want to do. And I was like personal chefing. And then I also got into like the dumpling business briefly. That's been put on the back burner. Um, but I'm still working on like all of that, but it's definitely, it was like scary almost because yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. I still don't know what I, I'm doing yeah. like currently <laughs> as we speak. Um, but I think that that's where I've been able to be the most free and actually like realizing that I don't know what I'm doing is really freeing because well, it also I'm helps like, you start to figure out what you want exactly because then I'm just like dude I can do whatever I wanted like if you're like, not close-minded anything yeah um and so I think that that's where you know I think we as I always say to like my friends all my friends are like how do you do what you do blah blah, blah. like you don't work the nine to five and I was like because I didn't want to yeah. We were, we are trained as kids. Like our parents had a nine to five. I don't know about like your parents, but like yeah, my parents yeah, 100%. had, like, yeah. you know, my dad had a nine to five job and then he started working, 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 working. And I was just like, oh, ew, like you, <laughs> like yeah. that's gross. And then being in the uh, restaurant industry, they were like, oh, these are like 10 hour shifts. And I was like, oh, ew, like, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> and then so realizing that personal chefing is the one place where I can dictate my hours, like dictate my prices. I was just like, I have to do this. So I have to do whatever I can to make that specific thing work. Yeah. And I've just been trying my best ever since. And it's <laughs> all trial by fire too. Exactly. You get in there and you learn lessons and yep. you won't make mistakes again that you learn. Yeah, uh, you know. well, especially in like the business, like running businesses is spooky when oh, yeah. you don't know how to run a business. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's any amount of school unless it's literally built by people who have all started their own businesses. Yep. I don't think there's anything that can like teach you and fully prepare you how to run no. you have to yeah like, I, don't know. You, I mean i wish i will say i wish i had a different major i wish i did do like a businessy restaurant-y yeah. um 
I would think the same thing. Like looking back, I'm like, oh man, I wish I did like a business minor or yep. like something like that. But yeah, instead I just did food and then product development, which was like I loved. I learned and I learned how to do my dumplings through that. You know, right. um, adjusting recipes and you know getting ready for manufacturing and stuff. But like when it comes to business, I have no idea what I'm doing, and so that's why you know a lot of people are like nervous about starting businesses because of like the failure rate but that yeah. being said like if it fails you can always default to a Something nine to five job. like yeah. there's always an option yeah. it's just taking that first step to not fall in the social whatever cog because even if you start to like i don't know we've along the way like you find little things that you fail at like we'll fail at certain things and figure out how not to do it yep and then you figure out how to do it exactly you and know? then the other thing though is also just like asking for help oh, yeah. when you need it. And it's sometimes tough because like, I don't know who to ask for help, but then you start putting yourselves in these like networking exposure right. things and then you start talking to other people that have done it and then you start connecting and then that's when you just be like, hey, like I need help. Yeah. Somebody out there help me. And yeah. then someone usually will be like, hey, you know, maybe yeah. try this. Or like you have like that one strange conversation with a stranger. And then you're like, oh shit, like I should be doing this and I should go this way with it. Right. And it just like kind of opens your mind. So I think people are afraid of starting their own businesses because there's no rule book. There's no handbook yeah, of yeah, like, right. do this for a successful business. Right. And then there's like, there isn't. There's not, there's not, there's really not. And so like my business could get shut down like tomorrow. Like I could lose like everything tomorrow. And I'm right. like, okay, so then I just start a new business. I start right. a new company and right. I try it all over and don't do what I did this time. Or you go look for a job in the meantime. Yes, you know? exactly. Like, and you get all the experience from starting the first business. Right. Yeah. To start the second one. Yeah, I know. And it's, uh, it's scary. I mean, as Nick said, like you sell your first business for uh, others and then you keep your second yeah. one for yourself. And I'm yeah. just like, Oh, so maybe I should, <laughs> maybe I should do that. <laughs> and like you were saying about like asking for help, you never know, like at least in Rhode Island, Mike and I always say like this community is like awesome. And oh, Prov yeah. Providence specifically. People are sure. so yeah. willing to like help and going to these events that, um, you know, if you listen to our last episode, guys, there's this event uh, series that we've been going to founders and friends. Um, you realize like how many people are actually just open and willing yep. to help. And cause we've all been through it in one way or another in different types of businesses, whether mm -hmm. it's food or marketing or, you know, landscaping, anything yeah. like we've all yeah. done something. And so we all have our own perspective and you never know how willing people are to help and share their information. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's, um, that's why I stayed. A lot of people are like, aren't you from DC? Like, why don't you go back down to DC? And I was like, honestly, because of the community up here, because yeah. of the people that I've met, um, and you know, I also have my relationships up here and right. I have a dog now and like all that <laughs> stuff. But it's also just like, honestly, the community, the people like who I've yeah. networked with and who are like on- you become friends with. Yeah, I become friends with them, but also like they start including me in things that I didn't even know that like, were happening. Like right. people are like, hey, like let's get your input on like this restaurant that I want to open. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, let's do yeah. it. And so it's just like that whole synergy of the the entire community and how to involve other small startups or small businesses is is insane. And I, I really appreciate that. So that's why I've just decided yeah. to stay and make this my home. Yeah. <laughs> and even what Mike was saying with like the different industries, but we're all still together and talking. Yep. Sometimes like a perspective from someone way out in left field yeah. can yeah. just be like, oh shit, like I never thought about it that exactly. way. Like, yeah, like, it's, cool. it's, it's crazy. I mean, my boyfriend, he has his software company and he's like, what if we did dumpling delivery with drones? And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, that's a thing. He was like, I mean, let's just like look into it. Because like, you know, driving and gas, gas is stupid expensive right, right. now. Yeah. And I have a truck and so it's just like driving and all that stuff and trying to like, think. he's just like, dude, well, what if we did it? He's like, has it been done before? And I was like, I think like, you know, people have been like always talked about like, there was something that was like a beer delivery or something. The only thing I was thinking of is I remember thing? like years back when Amazon, Amazon came out with that like yeah. those little robots ad, oh. uh, that had like the, you know, Amazon's going to start now delivering with drones. <laughs> it was like Amazon branded drones. It was yeah, like, I like, get a good name going for that too. I don't yeah. know, like dumplings and drones dumplings or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. So we were just like out. other like things like methods of transportation that I didn't even think of. Cause I was just like, Oh, like, you know, if I do delivery or like pickups, like I'd have to do a certain location, I'd have to, he was like, well, you know, let's look into this. And it's just yeah. like crazy to think of how different industries can combine to oh, yeah. really connect. And I'm just like, well, cause there's so oh. many aspects too, that go into running a business that like you said, so many different perspectives can help. Like 
yes, we do video production, but part of running our company is like finance. So somebody who's yep. really good with numbers might give us a good perspective on something. You know, like yeah. you just never know. I know. I it, mean, as a business, you have every single aspect right. <laughs> that you have to think of. Well, <laughs> even looking at your website, like it's not just like you have the meal prep. You have so many different avenues that you're yeah. pushing towards. Yeah, like, I'm trying to. You know, I offer a bunch of. <laughs> I'm gonna plug myself up right here. No, um, yeah, of course. Do it up. So yeah. I do offer a bunch of different services, but it's like some people don't understand the variation. So like when people are like, well, what do you do? Like, what do you offer? And I'm like, what do you need? It's easier right. for me to tell you if I can do what you need right. rather than me list you everything I can do because people are like, I just need to grow. Cause I don't know, I'm not here to bash Instacart, but I've used it before. And anytime I order like two apples, they give me like the mushiest fruit or like the, the fruit that's like going bad. And I was like, yo, that kind of sucks. Like I just paid money to, and gave someone a tip to give yeah. me like kind of shitty produce. Right. And so I was like, hey, I can grocery shop for you or I can do meal prep. I can do uncooked meal prep. So like I give you the recipe and give you all the ingredients and all you have to do is literally assemble it and cook right. it. Or I can give you hot, like frozen meal, hot, like whatever it is. And I do have a dietitian background. So like I'm able to cater toward different people, yeah. but some people really only need me to grocery shop. And then some people only need me to write recipes. And yeah. so it's just like, what do you need and how do I help you fulfill that? And I think a yeah. lot of people, when they open a business, they do kind of scope in a little bit too close. And um, yep. so that's why I'm just like, tell me what you need if it's food there. related and I'll help. Cause I've also done um, menu design for restaurants and restaurant oh, layouts. Cool. So it's like, I do have like a ton of different stuff that I can do, but I think a lot of people do are like, oh, you only cook. I'm like, no. well, but there's a lot like that, yeah, goes, that into goes into that. that. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to be the John Taffer of restaurants. Yeah. Oh. Fucking redo them all. Right. Just, this is wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> Demo day. I mean, I wouldn't hate that. That would be the other guy that I'd be curious to meet. John Taffer? Yeah. Uh, he seems like a interesting dude. Yeah. Shut it down. Yeah. Shut, it, shut, it, shut it down. We're shutting it down. <laughs> So what do you think, um, you know, being on the show and everything, has that translated over into the business at all? Like your ethic or anything like that? Um, Work ethic? Lessons? Yeah, I definitely think so. It more so helps my social media than anything. I've been able to now, um, I know some people know like the uh, Instagram Reels bonus plays and stuff like that. So I was able to kind of monetize that. But other than that, no really? yeah everyone's like oh how's kitchen you must be doing really well and i'm like first of all i was fourth second of all it really hasn't done it's done a lot I mean, you with think exposure. of how many people go through that show like yes yeah, not not everybody is just gonna come out and Succeed. get handed like this job exactly. or this yeah so a lot of people are like, oh you must be like declining job offers left and right and i was like i have yet to receive one job offer <laughs> like yeah. if we're just being honest here yeah. um but i was just like yeah like i it's why I love the show is that it gave me a platform to speak and it gave me a platform to speak on what I think is important. And, um, you know, when the first, when the show first came out and everybody saw me crying, um, I thought it was important to speak on mental health and anxiety. Mm. Um, and I still fully believe in, you know, seeking help when you need it, expressing right. yourselves, um, and, and doing all that. But it's also like, taught me to be authentically me. And I yeah. think for a long, a lot of my life, I was making decisions and choices and wearing clothes I thought other people would think is cool. And right. like, you know, how I acted or held myself, you know, to fit in with other people. I think a yeah. lot of us do that. Yeah. Um, and you know, we are all, st I'm still guilty of doing it, but less so in the fact of like, I just now do what makes me happy. If it doesn't bring me joy or it doesn't make me happy, or if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah. and like, obviously there are things that I don't want, like paying taxes. Like there are things that yeah. like, I don't want to do <laughs> that I still do that I have to do. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have like learned that I want to send this message that like, you don't have to have a nine to five. You don't have to feel, you know, super comfortable like all the time and right. that it's okay to not be okay. And that's okay to not know what you're doing. And like, right. everyone's like, oh, but like you did health kitchen. I was like, dude, I still don't know what I'm doing. I'm running a business. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I, yeah. I just know what I'm doing now. Right. And so I think like, you know, it scares me that a lot of people are falling into like the nine to five and just like, oh, life and like waiting right. to retire. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't think it's like, that's the only option. Exactly. Um, like feeling like that's exactly like, yeah, a lot of people feel like backed in the corner of just like, oh, I, I have to get this nine to five or I have to, you know, work my way up through right. management. And I'm just like, 
No, not really. Wrong. Like yeah. I'm like I'm paying all my bills and I'm fine. Like yeah. I'm I'm you know doing what I want to do when I want to do it because people are like, yeah. oh, well, you only do this and this. And I was like, yeah, but I'm happy doing it. Right. Like, that's the biggest thing is that I think, I think the goal in life isn't to make a ton of money, which, yes, I would like to make a ton of money. Of course, but, we all would. But I think it, it's happiness and doing what makes you happy. And I also think, I know I'm going to get some probably controversial opinions on this. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it allows you to have the freedom yeah. to do the things that make you happy. Um, and so I'm in that weird in between of like not wanting to work when I don't want to work, but also making enough money to like start right. saving, doing all that stuff. But right. it's just like, it's tough, dude. Living is tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's, it's tough more out and here. more expensive too. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So what's, uh, what's on the, the horizon and kind of the near future for you? I do, um, want to get my blog more like up and, and running. I've kind of dropped the ball on that. I'm trying to get out some more recipes for people. I am doing, I'm pushing my reels cause um, I think that it's a way of me expressing myself and yeah. you know, again, sending my message of just like, do you and be you for you. Don't do it for other people. Um, and so I really would love to like, you know, maybe cookbook, go that way with it. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm gonna share my recipes regardless. Obviously cool. if I can, monetize, yeah, <laughs> monetize yeah, yeah. on them, I would. But I, I think that it's just like, I don't know, whatever makes me happy, whatever I think is right for me in my life. And um, that's, cool. that's kind of the way that I'm just going. Do you uh, do you do any cool like TikTok uh, cooking videos and stuff like that? So I don't have, so I have a TikTok, but I, I kind of did the social media thing wrong. So I had my Instagram up and running and then everyone's like, oh, it's like, get all your social media ready before the show airs. And then I did TikTok like a month ago and I have like a hundred <laughs> followers on it. But my Instagram is kind of where I'm, I mean, I have my personal and then my professional, yeah. which is now getting more personal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I do like Instagram reels where I'll drop like, you know, the recipes, or recipes yeah. and like me cooking video yeah. type things. Um, but it's definitely like, TikTok is not where Your I'm focus at. Right not now. my yeah, focus. Yeah, yeah. Um, but definitely getting content to my fans is cool. is where I'm at. Even your Instagram, I was going through it, and it's like, it's not just like a stationary camera on a cutting board. Here's what you're doing. It's like showing you, and you're talking about why you like this dish and why you're doing it. It's yeah, it's all personalized. Yeah, I, like that. I try. I try to do it so it's like a conversation. Like yeah. I know, like there are some. Like I don't get me wrong. I love like the tasty videos where it's like the overhead right. shot. Very nice. It's cool. But like at the end of the day, and that's I think honestly where my parents and I differ a lot. And that's the other thing is I the message I want to send is the parentals influenced a lot of my decisions, and I I did what I thought they thought was right for me. And I was just like, no, nah, I gotta do what, like, you know, the videos are like, oh, well, like you shouldn't be dancing around the kitchen. And I'm just like, dude, but that's what I do. <laughs> like, you. you know, that's yeah. me. That's, yeah. and I want to show that to my fans. Cause that's like who I, like the kitchen's not the serious, like hard old place where you have to know right. what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Like I use squeezed garlic and I got shit on by some fans. Cause they're like, oh, who squeezes garlic? And I was like, I don't have time to chop garlic. Like <laughs> I, A, I don't love it. B, I don't want to do it. Squeezy garlic's <laughs> just as good if it works it works exactly yeah. and so you know just sending the message of like a kitchen is a really friendly place yeah. and it's just like almost being with me in the kitchen yeah. and just like having fun and it's building yeah. your brand not just your recipes exactly too. Yeah. and you know just like I, I don't want people to think that it's like all fun and games all the time and right. that's why sometimes some of mine are a little bit more like personal and a little bit more serious yeah. um because you know i do think it's important to talk about things that people don't like to talk about. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, my page is just like, I try to be like unapologetically me on my page because I just don't have time to be fake and it's just too much energy. I've done it for too long. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, uh, give yourself a shout out here. So your Instagram is what? The food nugget. Check her out. Yeah. All things food. Yep. Anything you need. Yeah. Cool. Everything and anything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh wait, I got one more question. Oh, yes. So I saw that you do private parties and stuff yes. like that. Have you ever had like any crazy experiences with private oh, parties? Yeah. yeah. Any that you can, you don't have to share anything. Oh, okay. Either. So I can share that's like not, I guess, like I won't like disclose like names right. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there was this one party that I ended up, they like ordered, it was only for like six people. And it was like a dinner, it was like a three course dinner. And I was like, oh, I can do it myself. I don't necessarily need a team. Um, and I had someone helping me on prep, but like for the dinner itself, um, it was just me. And then they were getting rowdy. And I could tell like 
you know, the the booze or blowing. Everyone's yeah, having yeah. fun. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a really nice crowd. Like we're just gonna enjoy food. And then like nobody sat down for dinner. And I was just oh, standing really? at the head of the table and I was just like, hi, like, um, can like trying to, cause they were on a deadline. They had like a certain time and you know, I don't want to just hang around right. and I had courses to do. And then, so they finally sat down and like, they're still drinking. It was maybe 40 minutes for the first course. And I was just <laughs> like, guys, and then like, I just banged out the second and third and then they just like never wanted to ban me. Oh, oh that's fucked up. Yeah, so I got, so I had a deposit. So I do non, non-refundable okay. for like for these things, but yeah. the deposit was only 25%. Right. Um, and then they're just like, oh yeah, like there's an issue with the finances and we're gonna Venmo you or oh Zell you God. and then do this. Oh, and I was just bullshit. like, damn. Uh, again, business, you live and you Lessons learn. Yeah, you live right, and you yeah, learn yeah. a credit card on file or 70% right. up front or something. Yeah. Or like, um, that's that was probably the first time I learned about contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and then because then obviously with the it only takes sign, one. It only takes one, and that was it was a big it was a big oh, party. That sucks. It was it was ten uh, k out of my like ten k lost. Oh my like God. I didn't. I was supposed to make ten. I you know didn't lose money because of right. the deposit, but like I was looking for a big payday, and it just yeah. <sighs> never. And it's a waste of your time. You could be doing another party. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. And that's like the other thing is people don't realize like the deposit like insurance because other people are ask, like other people ask right. like, for that date and stuff like that, and so like. If I get gypped on it, I could have made that right. 10K somewhere, somewhere else. else. So it's just. That sucks. But like you said, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. You won't, won't do that again. That's. <laughs> nope. Jeez. Cool. Well, hey, Bryn, thanks for coming well, on. Well, thank you for this having was fun. me. Yeah, yeah was I awesome. know. Guys, uh, check out Bryn on Instagram, The Food Nugget. Um, check out her website. I'm assuming it's in your bio. Thefoodnugget.com. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all the food. Too, it's it. all the food nugget. Unapoli- what is it? Unapologetically, Unapologetically me. But so, so Why 2022, is it only 2022? Because it wasn't until maybe like, uh, like two weeks ago I kind of uh, finally told the parentals, you know, I'm going to oh. do this because I want to do this. I'm oh, so right. sorry. Nice. So that's why I said, so again, I'm, I'm being authentic. I've, I've only been unapologetically me for like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm definitely, you know, I want to keep doing that. Oh yeah. I want other people to keep doing I that. I respect too. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, check us out on Instagram at focus forward media at up in your biz pod. Like I said, check out Bryn, the food nugget. Um, that's it, guys. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode and head to your podcast app. Leave us a review if you haven't and tell your friends about us. Adios. Bye.